from Melbourne and Minneapolis. This is for Christ's sake. When I returned to the house, I found that Judith and the kids were still at Betty's. I made myself another drink, a strong one this time, and sat in the living room, dead tired but unable to relax. Hello, welcome to For Christ's Sake. I'm Hunter. You're Hugh. I've got salt and vinegar chips and gimlet. You got apple and coffee. Uh, today we're discussing coffee, or not coffee, Case of Need, the latest Crichton book. It's a medical thriller about a guy named John Barry who's trying to save his abortionist friends. What happened to the last chapter, Hugh? Uh, He went over to said friend's house where his wife was, uh, you know, quite distraught. Oh, well, did he uh, entertain the wife? Yeah. Um, And then he met up with Arthur Lee's lawyer after he discovered that he was refusing to take his case. Mm. And learned that his lawyer believes that uh, if... Arthur Lee is not guilty. He's certainly lying. Hmm. Hmm. And maybe he does believe he's guilty as well, but the main the main revelation was he's definitely lying. So, you know, he, he felt like he couldn't take the case. Hmm. That's how, that's how the law works, right? Sure. 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 Yeah, his lawyer thought he was lying. Yeah. His lawyer is a dick. What happens this chapter? This was an even smaller chapter than last. Nothing. (laughs) He gets a he gets a phone call, and that's it. He talks about something called the Peru case. Oh yeah, he remembers he remembers an incident in his past that reminded him Mm. of uh, the current case. And this suggests that something's off about the proceedings. That there's some sort of cover-up, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I will say this chapter did provide some vindication for my choice of snack. So did last chapter actually. Well, we didn't even talk about this, but there's an ideal candidate for our. Um... I saw that, yeah, but but I I I I learned the components of that drink during the chapter, and, <laughs> and that makes it even that makes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it vodka? Vodka and vermouth. Yeah, oh, fucking delicious. Fuck off. We, we have to fucking do that for the yeah. I'm that last episode ever again. <laughs> you don't have to get a big bottle. That's the only thing I can get around here is big no, bottles of shit. Just go, go, take public transit and go somewhere else. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. No, there's like there's like an alcohol like warehouse kind of place. Uh-huh. Which is the main like generic big store that you can go to, which is not far. 
They still don't ha- really offer much beyond full oh, bottles. Just look online, bro. And then I'm paying for shipping, and it ends up being the same price as a bottle. No, look online for somewhere you could go near you. Or near, near-ish. Ish. Well, you do the research. You, you find me where I can get these bottles of oh. crap. <laughs> You're so pathetic. <laughs> Anyway, how does this how does how does this chapter vindicate you or, or last chapter vindicate you? Last last chapter vindicates me by because they go to a fancy club. Okay, they don't order the specific drink I I got where I've, I've been making, but it fits. It fits in with the atmosphere. Okay. This chapter. But it's not a it's not a doctor's club. It's the lawyers club. Yeah, whatever, whatever. This chapter. I'm just gonna do a little for right now out real quick. We haven't done that in a while. It's riding and proud. Come on, let's hear it right about now. Feel crying out loud. This is Barry talking. I have a bad temper. I know that. And I try to control it. The truth is I am clumsy and abrupt with people. That sounds like somebody who's a little bit salty and a little bit vinegary to me. <laughs> so uh, I think I, I'm vindicated. <laughs> Piss and vinegar is is the term for anger, isn't it? Yeah, but salt and vinegar can work too. Why not? Mm. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So he suspects there was a conspiracy about. Uh, that's about it. I can't think of anything else that happens in this chapter. Uh, anyway, what are we doing? Doing trivia. So yeah, Barry has this reminiscence about a previous case. In that case, what was the patient's white blood cell count when he first got tested in Peru? Mm, I think it was 600. That is correct. (gasps) (coughs) What was the initial white blood cell count of the doctor whose case formed the narrative Mm, of the Peru mm, case? mm, 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 Um, I want to say 600. I want to say Mason. (laughs) Am I correct? Yeah, you're correct. What year was the Peruvian drug that that patient took removed from the American market? Hmm. Okay. I'm going to use my... Um, mine. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say uh, four random digits. Don't tight. You tell me if that's that's correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. One nine four two or nineteen forty two. Correct. <laughs> During which year was the substance that caused the doctor's low white blood cell count removed <laughs> from the American market? Nineteen forty two. Correct. 
<laughs> Can we get three for three? <laughs> <laughs> According to a footnote, what mm. is the normal range of white blood cells per cubic centimeter? Um. Are you with me, Dr. Wu? <laughs> That's, I read this information. I do not process it. Let's see. There's something over 9,000, right? What is your, what is your guess? I'm asking for the range. Like 700? No, the answer is between four and 9,000. Oh, okay. What type of cells did the doctor have lots of immature cells of? White blood cells? <laughs> nope, the correct answer is granulocytes. Mm. Granulocytes. Mm. Alright, so... <laughs> two for three of both of us. Doing great. <laughs> I'll be doing great when we stop recording this episode. Hmm. Me too. Alright, goodbye. Goodbye.